0: You're listening to the Stay Sore Podcast.
1: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Stay Sore Podcast. I'm your host, Bo Skitsko, and today I have the pleasure of talking to my friend and former, even now coach, Randy Yangston. Randy, thank you so much for being on the show.
0: Ah, absolutely, Bo. I wouldn't, rather, wouldn't be anywhere else, brother. How are we thank doing? You.
1: Good, good. How are you doing?
0: Ah, oh, things, things couldn't be better. We're, we're uh, coming out of our summit as uh, you and I talked about a little bit. So we mm-hmm. had uh, some gym owners coming out and we got to teach them for a weekend. And so we're, we're still still a little high from that event and uh, hoping that we can carry that forward, use that momentum to uh, continue changing lives. Awesome, awesome. Just to give you, the listeners and the viewers, a
1: quick quick understanding who Randy is and quick introduction. He is organizing some of the most awesome summits for the 5-10% best most successful gym owners, fitness industry leaders, and coaching them on business and specifically Randy on mindset. Together with Tim Lyons, obviously, Randy is one of the organizers. He helps out and mindset. He's coaching mindset. Today, I'm going to talk to you about mindset specifically, Randy. The topic is why do people don't achieve their goals? Why do they set goals and quit or fail? Why do they... Not see through the things that they say they will what's going on so
0: first and foremost, a lot of people set quite frankly their expectations are mis- misaligned a um, couple couple things there right if they've either joined a fitness program that promised overnight results or uh, the gym had some sort of low barrier offer or temporary uh program to get people started. These are common trends in the fitness industry. If you look at even outside of the gym, if you look at, uh, you know, fat burners, if you look at um, the med spa options, you know, cool sculpting, there's all of these things now that are designed to, uh, to drive somebody towards that immediate gratification. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is we could both attest to fitness is a lifestyle. It is not something yeah. that you just pick up one day and you do and you say, okay, cool. I lost 30 pounds. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the way that you got there is the same way that you stay there. And so some of it's the, the setting of the expectation, understanding that this isn't going to happen overnight, that the journey is just as important, if not more than the destination itself and whether it be the fitness industry or the, the fitness expert that's misleading that conversation, right. Mm-hmm. Over delivering or, or overselling or over promising on that, that result, or if it's the individual who's sitting in the seat, we live in a society right now where everything's immediate gratification, Definitely. you know? And so when somebody wants a result, they want it now. And if they don't see that result right now, they get discouraged. And so uh, a recent conversation I had with a good, good buddy of mine, Jason Phillips, who's a uh, Nutritional Coaching Institute, he brought up the fact that, you know, people jump from, nu- from fitness program to fitness program, nutrition program to nutrition program, and none of them work
1: Hell for that, right?
0: But, but at the end of the day, what's the commonality? The commonality is the individual, it's you, right? And what is it, what are you doing to support your goals. One of the things I work on with business owners as well as um, individuals looking to achieve a goal is ensuring that their actions meet their desired result. Don't mm-hmm. tell me where your intentions lie, show me where your time is spent and I'll show you where your actual intentions are and, uh, or where your priorities lie, I guess I should say. Yeah. And that's another big thing is people act, consistently act out of alignment. And in order to get the result that we're looking for and the true uh, momentum and the enjoyment of something like a fitness program or the results that we're trying to achieve, you need to be in alignment. And so if, if you're not in alignment and you're, you're, you're claiming that you want something, I, I, I got to challenge you there. You know what I, I mean? I understand what you're saying. It, a lot of it's talk.
1: So the things that you just said made me think about this, this process of setting goals. Most people think I want to look like that. This is my goal. Instead, they should say, okay, what am I willing to sacrifice? And then which goal would align with those sacrifices that I'm willing to do or the effort that I'm willing to put in? I'm willing to, to, I don't know, work out or go for a walk for 30 minutes a day, which, which, which. Goal? Can I align with that? Right. So most people set a goal. Instead, they should rather focus on what am I willing to do and where is that going to get me? Would you agree
0: with that? Uh, absolutely. Two things come to mind. There, we, we you probably remember uh, Ronnie Coleman, right? Oh, yeah. Seven time, I think, Mister Olympian. Eight time. You know, eight one, time. Eight time. There we go. Uh, you're a little closer to home out there for the old and uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, But uh, one of the things that he's notoriously known or he's just known for is everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but don't nobody want to lift no heavy ass weights. Yeah, And it's the truth, right? We all want the big house, the shiny car. We all want all of it. All of that is absolutely at any one of our fingertips. The successful individual who has that stuff or the person who has that rock star body or walking across stage Every one of us is just as capable of doing that. But to your point is what sacrifice are you willing to make with the comfort and the things that you're doing in your own life today in order to achieve that? It's not rocket science. They're doing it. They're doing it every damn day. But are you willing to make the same decisions, the same sacrifices that they are to achieve that stuff as you know we are ourselves? So um that's again, back into alignment, right? Your, your actions have to match the results you're looking to achieve. And if they don't, I mean, you're lying to yourself at the end of the day, but um, the second half or or the the second part that, that, that reminded me of was there's there's another saying that is, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, People set massive goals and we expect that stuff to happen overnight. But the problem is if, 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 if I want to lose 50 pounds and I don't lose 25 pounds, do I even notice a change? I don't personally set a goal outside of 90 days. I have bigger goals for things, but I don't have action plans beyond 90 days. Mm-hmm. Throughout 90 days, so much changes in our lives that it's, it's unrealistic to say, I'm going to have the same ability and I'm capable of doing the same exact things I am today, 90 days from now. Let's reestablish what we're doing on a daily basis. But to the point of eating an elephant one bite at a time, right? Set those micro goals. Set smaller, realistic, understandable goals that you can achieve, whether it be day over, week over. Um, Darren Hardy, the publisher of Success Magazine, talks about how success is, is nothing more than seemingly insignificant decisions and things compounded over time that lead to exponential results, John C. Maxwell says consistency compounds all of these greats, right? Tell us here's the roadmap to success. Why are we not doing those things? And so it's not about the ultimate goal necessarily. It's about breaking it down and doing the little things continually celebrate your wins on a daily basis, right? It, especially with, with the fitness journey, we live in a, a society where obesity is not, I mean, in my opinion, that's the largest epidemic we're facing. I happen to agree. I happen to agree. Every what? Every 37 seconds, somebody dies of heart, you know, complications due to heart disease. That's not okay. We
1: know we, the pandemic last year showed that, hey, obesity is a big deal. If you're obese, the pandemic just ex, exposed that. If you that's don't take exactly control over your health. The pandemic just exposed that.
0: Absolutely. And it drove and it shined a light, like you said, right. It made us super aware of how bad things actually are, how much that change needs to happen. But the problem is, you know, most, most individuals who are in that seat, it's still, it's still like, how do I swallow an elephant? You know what I mean? Like the information, the goal is the task at hand seems so large, so significant that it's difficult to reduce the significance of it and actually just apply a little bit of action. You know, it's, it's the, it's the, the, the million um, mile March, you know, it's, it's still just one step at a time. Yeah. And when we can reestablish where we set our, our, our focus, be realistic with ourselves, understand you're not going to see the scale move the direction you want every single day, but don't panic. Don't change course stick to the plan have faith stick to the program that's in front of you ultimately one of the biggest things that i work on everybody is the understanding of to be or the um the work that it takes on being disciplined enough to continue doing the work when the fun fades or when your emotional um Society right now, man, we give so much credit and emphasis to our emotions. Yeah. Some of it, some of it's absolutely positive. I love the fact that we can, you know, walk down the street and embrace love and 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 passion and, and be optimistic and and all of these things are beautiful. But when you find yourself making decisions and impactful decisions like continuing a fitness journey or, you know, deterring. By, you know, slamming a pizza and, uh, you know, a two liter of Coca-Cola or something like, no, let's just, let's just continue the plan. Um, The emotional impact, the feel good of right now is where people are putting the emphasis. And what we need to understand is let's, let's not worry about how we feel right now. Let's worry about how we feel for the rest of our lives. And it's, it's it's some of that reprogramming of ourselves that allows us to continue to do the work when the fun fades.
1: Yeah, to summarize what you just said, first of all, uh, it's a compounding interest, right? So 1% at a time, I, this is a chapter from my book, each percent adds up. You can't have a whole dollar if you're missing at least one penny. So all these small steps that you do throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year add up. And like so many people look at me when I post my workout videos and like, Oh, it's easy for you. You can do 20 pull-ups, right? I had to start with one. There was a time where I couldn't do one and I was embarrassed and I had to do one and then one and a half. And then once in a while, go back to one because one and a half was too hard that particular day. So, and then compounded over like 15 years and all of a sudden I can do a few more. So compounding interest. And then don't be, don't be afraid of the big elephant because Just do what you have under control today. Whatever you can change today, do that. Go to sleep knowing that you gave it at least a little bit more than the day before, right?
0: Absolutely, right? Um, I always use the term control the controllables. There's a couple things about a lot of it, you know, mindset as a whole, the way that we think is a series of of habits. The way that we think is we're programmed, right? Nature and nurture, the influences that we've taken in that's where our reactions and our responses come from. Why do we feel the way that we feel? Why do we think the way that we think? What has allowed me? And the the beautiful thing is you could change it at any point, but most individuals aren't aware enough to decide, hey, I don't like that thought. I don't like even some of the things that we talked about, right? Victimhood or the woes me or the entitlement that somebody else has this and, and I don't. You want to really, you know, get under my skin, start a conversation with, oh, it must be nice.
1: Oh, you're so lucky.
0: Oh, yeah. Luck. Oh, that's somebody that. tells me I'm lucky. I go, hell no. I don't even believe in luck. The harder I work, the luckier I get. Every damn day, right? But that's the difference is show me where your are pri- Don't tell me that you want what I have. If you're not willing to do what, the work that we did in order to get it, and- that's the bottom line. And so a lot of it personally, right? What we need to do as individuals in order to stick to our goals is we need to get a little tough. We need to be tough on ourselves, ultra accountability. You know, I don't care that your spouse came home with, with pizza and wine. If you're on a fitness journey, you stick to that damn fitness journey and you let them deter from their path. Why? Because I want those results more than I want that pizza and that bottle of wine.
1: definitely. Definitely. I think, I think a big reason why people fail or quit on their dreams, goals, whether it's a body created in a gym or success at work or relationship, people are just addicted to the soft life. They're addicted 100. to comfort. Oh. They're addicted to, oh, this is, th- oh, no, this is too much.
0: Complacency kills. Okay, no, nothing is gained. I, I you've heard I mean you've heard me speak for years. I am a massive believer in growth or decay. There is no maintenance. Life is progressing around you. If you're not progressing with it, guess what? You're going in the opposite direction. You know, whether your bank account's growing, maybe you're not making more money each year and you don't get the raise. Well, That $50,000 this year might feel like $30,000 next as the cost of goods goes up, as the real estate market increases, as inflation increases. Life is happening around you, whether you like it or not. So what are you doing to stay the course? What are you doing to make sure that you're ahead of that? That's where growth comes in. Ultra accountability, making sure that we are ultimately responsible for anything that happens to us. Lately, there's been a big... um, you know how certain things start to come up in your life. Yeah. I've got, it, it's screaming around me right now, whether it be podcasts I've heard, books I've been reading, conversations, but the, the idea that life is happening for you and not to you. If you can grasp that shift and understand that I, no, you can't be responsible for the actions others have that influence your life, right? Somebody, with the exception of somebody putting hands on you and physically, you know, abusing you, Nobody can make you feel a certain way. That's a story. that that is a sale that you just bought. If somebody said something about me, say whatever you want, cool. It's my option to believe that story. And and I am so emphatically sure of who I am. I'm so disciplined to know that nobody's gonna outwork me that when, when all of those things are presented to me, the must be nice, I love to have that conversation. Sure. Let's go item by item. Let's go line by line. You show me your day. I'll show you mine, right? Don't tell me it must be nice because again, you're not willing to do the work that it takes to get the result until that mindset changes. And the belief that I'm willing to do whatever it takes for this result. You don't want something bad enough. Jim Rohn, one of my favorite quotes of all time. Um, If you want something bad enough, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. At the Definitely. core foundation of all of it, if that alone doesn't move somebody into action, I don't know what else is going to But motivation, you know, people seek it right now. Everybody's looking for it. We've got, you know, uh, the podcasts, the rah, rah, rah. We've got, do you, do you know MIT publishes their entire curriculum online?
1: Yeah, and I, I saw that actually. I saw it as a podcasters talk about it. You can literally have an amazing business degree just by wanting it and not paying for it, just doing it. It's online, but nobody wants
0: to. Nobody's going to do it. Right. You know, I I actually know one individual in my life that has actually taken courses and then went to the college and said, Hey, here's a check. Let me, you know, test out and actually get you the um, credits Mm -hmm. for the work because he's done the work himself. One person in my entire life that I know has done that. The information is there, fitness, weight loss, business building, hell Anything. we live google right this phone this has more information in it than every single his every ge, um generation before us combined the information's right here that's the like that's like 100 bi-
1: 100 libraries combined into one phone
0: absolutely right but the information on what it takes and and, and getting that result the in, excuse me the information's there the application on what it takes to actually achieve that result, information without action is useless. Apply the action, and so you know through the common thread throughout this, and in some of it is like tough love, but at the end of the day, people quit because they don't want it bad enough. Very very seldom is it the fact that they're going down a path that's wrong. Right, See,
1: I think I think that a lot of times it also comes down to. People, if you lie to someone else, they're going to call you out on your lie. But it's very, very easy to lie to yourself and believe your own lie that you created because you just want to subconsciously keep that comfort. soft life, the comfort, right? So I'll just create these few lies that I'm going to believe. Nobody can tell me wrong because I believe in it. And I'm just going to keep my own life and say, ah, this is too, this is too this. This is too that. They They were lucky. And they're fit, but uh, I had a different background or whatever, you know.
0: So yeah, right. It's the woes me. It's the victimhood. It's the all of these reasons, the adversities that I've faced, that why I'm stacked against, you know, life stacked against me. I'm not even capable of getting that result. Meanwhile, they've never gotten their ass off a couch. Okay, let, let's
1: let's talk about practical application. If somebody has a goal and struggles to get to that goal, what can the person practically do? Where do you start when you start having doubt in your mind?
0: First first and foremost, I teach this to every single client I work with is controlling, uh, is is controlling your calendar. And the first thing is, is your morning routine. Mm -hmm. Every day, I know that in order to set myself up for success, the best version of me throughout the day, my morning starts with 10 pages from a good growth business inspired book. I journal, Mm -hmm. I meditate for at least 20 minutes. I teach a, a four part meditation to my clients and then the, the gym or a physical activity until I do that, my day doesn't start. And so set your intentions. That's, that's what you're doing. When you journal, you're setting your intentions for the day. If you, you know, you don't get on a boat or you don't get in a car without knowing your destination, and so why do we begin our day without being very intentional and deliberate around what we're trying to accomplish with that day? Mm-hmm. Now, to bookend your day, you, know, you set your intentions, you know what, you ha- what you're supposed to do for that day then. The day happens. Your intentions are there. You know that when that opportunity comes, left or right, pizza or you know, the chicken breast, you make the decision you're supposed to make. But it's not perfect. Maybe it's not every time, maybe it's not every day, but at the end of the day, you bookend that by you celebrate your wins, as minute as they are. You know what I mean? I passed up the side of fries for a side salad. I passed up, you know, what it is. And, And to pair with that, don't be stuck in the realm and the mentality that you are without. A diet should not feel like you're without. Mm-hmm. If you're sacri- if you feel like you're sacrificing everything, like my personal numbers don't matter. I'm in great shape. Probably one of the best shapes I've been in, in my entire life right now. I basically eat deconstructed tacos 24 seven. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? People would dream to eat this, this kind of food. If it came from a, a taco stand or a truck, But a little bit of understanding on how I can take those macros, fit it into what I need to reach my goals, allows me to feel blessed every opportunity I have to go eat. Instead of pulling up to the the plate and feeling like I'm eating dry chicken and broccoli. Mm -hmm. Well, that's just information, right? If I had more, if those individuals had more information, they could make better choices because they know what's available to them. So Um, Foundationally, though, if you're rooted in a negative mindset, if you're rooted in scarcity rather than abundance, if you're feeling like you're without, you're always going to look at the things that are happening around you as negative, as, um, you know, it's being taken from you. And so naturally, why do I, why would I want to stick to this? Who wants to stick to a diet that, you know, tells them you can eat nothing, but you know, this, whatever's on this meal guide. Those things are unrealistic and don't work for the long haul because of those things, rather than a little bit more information, understanding, and then apply the action that's in alignment with those goals. So uh, it, it, it's, it's, application's the hardest part. So morning routine, setting your intentions, celebrating the victories as small as they are. And then one thing that one thing that I would go further on and this is a hard one for a lot of people
1: mm-hmm.
0: protect yourself and your tribe at all costs, your goals, whether it be your fitness goals, your monetary goals, your relationship goals, your spiritual goals, whatever pillar of, of life you're working on. People are crabs in a bucket. We live in a, cra- a society of crabs in a bucket. One person starts to see success. Everybody else wants to grab down, grab at that crab and start pulling them back one because They want the success that that person has, right? Would it be nice? Must be nice. All of that kind of mentality. We hear it all the time. Or the other end of the spectrum is people don't want to see you succeed because they feel left behind. So there is a, there is a, a, its own law of averages that's designed to keep us, society is designed to keep us from excelling from getting the results that we're looking for, from being anything other than normal or the status quo. Anytime you start feeling like you're pushing away or you're deviating from the normal path, that's where growth happens. That's where your results lie. And so it, it, foundationally, you need to start being, unco- being comfortable with being uncomfortable. When I say protect your tribe, I'm talking your friends, your family, the people in the gym, anybody you have in your life that is, you know, doubting you that wants to throw shade. You know, let's say you go out to dinner with friends and you're the person who wants to eat all, you know, you have to, 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 um, customize your meal. So you're, you're in control. Why don't you just have one drink?
1: Why don't you just have this one slice? Right.
0: That's exactly what we hear every time, isn't it? And guess what you can, but the results and the guilt and the feelings that you get to live with by giving into normal is exactly what's gotten you here this far. That's exactly the path that you've been on so far. When you want something different, you need to do something different. And that's where the change is going to happen. We have to start changing the mentality of, you know, the fact that this is easy. It can be, but it happens. Easy comes in time. It's like momentum. It wasn't easy for you and I. You explained it, right? When you first did the pull-ups, when you first were doing those things, it's one rep. Nobody's nobody's a you know an expert day one. So stop trying to be the expert day one. Nobody's, you know, the bodybuilder walking on the Olympia, Olympia stage. That's years of work. Yes. To, but how do we get
1: there? To summarize everything we just talked about, I feel like it would be appropriate to say that if you want to achieve something good, something worthwhile, something desirable if you want to achieve your dream then get comfortable with the hard work and then watch everyone either saying you're lucky or trying to pull you down but if somebody's pulling you down just be proud of it because that means you're up
0: absolutely right everyone says uh nobody more successful than you is talking negative of you there's nobody right um nobody who has what i want is over here throwing shade at me because they're busy doing their own, and so I, I take it one step further. Though, be conscious, be co- uh, conscious of the, the conversation coming from those people. Find a way of limiting your time and in, in, in conversation with them in general. If those people are going to be that negative seed every single time, there's you know they're you're, they're given that opportunity. That's where you, as the individual, need to you know create some boundaries, set yourself up for success. Those conversations aren't gonna change until you've now inspired them and your haters start paying your bills type of thing, right? Till they're coming to you for advice because they've watched you make the change. Mm-hmm. It will happen, but it doesn't happen day one. It, it happens when the, you're finally hitting stride and when you have the ability to start to then show them, not tell them, but show them what's, what's capable, that's exactly when your haters become fans.
1: Let's, try, let's change lives. Let's change the country and the world by setting an own example.
0: Amen, brother. Everything starts within the individual, right? Um, I can't expect anybody else to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. So that's where it all starts. Thank you, Randy.
1: Thank you for the conversation. Thank you for coming on the show. And uh, I hope the listeners going to get something out of it because, you know, Get get comfortable with being uncomfortable, and then watch your life change into something better. And freedom and goals are achieved through through hard work. There's no other way around it. So let's let's uh, work hard, and then enjoy be the pride of achievement.
0: Amen. Yes, but like you said, be willing to do the work. Right the the hard work and the discipline is where it all you know comes down to. And so. I don't, it doesn't matter what fitness journey you're on. I don't care if you're doing paleo or keto or all like, again, they all can work. If you do, none of them work. The best plan is the plan you can stick to. That's it. It, And it doesn't have to be rocket science, but the work, regardless of the path that you're on, the work is going to dictate the results always find a way of being more comfortable doing the work less worried about the results do focus on the work that you're doing with the faith that the results are coming and then the results are going to show up one day and you're not even going to realize how far down that path you are thanks randy thank you for the
1: for the opportunity talking to you stay sore guys take care
0: always